Chapter 1. Back to Haunt Me It's safe to say that I'm seriously pissed off. I've been working at Elite Advertising for nearly four years now, working my way up the ranks, doing everything by the book, and now I might be in danger of losing my position? It's bullshit. Just because some new idiot rich guy has bought out the business, I have to suffer? It makes no sense, and I've told everyone that will listen just as much. I'm mostly just hurt that I've put in so many hours, worked so many evenings and weekends to get the promotion that I've been dreaming about forever, and now that I'm finally an executive with my own accounts, I could lose it all. I'm currently waiting to go in and meet this new owner, to defend my position, as if my work doesn't speak for itself. It's as if this idiot wants us to beg to keep what we've all earned. I'm so damn furious. It's taking all that I have to keep it under wraps. I don't want to end up destroying everything because I can't keep my temper under control. Mr. Miller will see you now. The stupidly sexy secretary smiles at me, pissing me off and making me feel insecure all at the same time. How does she get to be so damn hot, whereas I have to be a plain Jane? She's all blonde, skinny, and polished, whereas I have dull, frizzy black hair and pond-water gray eyes to match. Sure, my curves are pretty sweet, and my dark skin is generally flawless, but that's about it. It hardly seems fair. Not that I should be focusing on that right now. Yeah, thank you. I grab hold of my portfolio, seeing Seth, one of the guys who's been at the company even longer than I have, walking out of the conference room, looking dejected and angry. Oh, God, that worries me. If he's lost his job, then chances are I'm pretty screwed. I mean, I was just in the process of really proving myself, whereas Seth is really established. My heart pounds wildly as I enter the room, but I try to keep my face confident. I need to fake it until I make it. If this man thinks that I'm powerful and in control, then hopefully he'll be more inclined to keep me on. After all, those are some of the most important qualities to getting far in this job. Hello, Mr. Miller. I stalk into the room with my hand extended. I'm... My heart stops as I recognize the person sitting in front of me. That dark hair, those sparkling green eyes, those chiseled cheekbones. Duane? I gasp, then examine him more closely. It certainly looks like him, but it's been such a long time. I could be wrong. I could somehow be mistaken, I tell myself, even though I'm sure that I'm not. Is that you? Chapter 2 I Knew Him Once I'm instantly transported to twelve years ago, back when things were really different for me. For the both of us. Back when Duane was a part of my life. We grew up together, next-door neighbors since we were born, and we were as close as could be. Inseparable. Whenever I was feeling bad, when my parents argued, or when the girls at school were picking on me, he was the one that I turned to, the one that made me feel better. He was my everything, and I thought it would always be that way. As we got older, things progressed romantically between us. He began to take me on dates. We even shared our first kiss. And I just knew from that moment on that this was the one I was going to marry. Our futures lay visibly ahead of us, and I found comfort in that. But then everything changed, and our whole world was shaken apart. Duane's parents were killed in a car accident when we were 15 years old. And he completely changed. He lost himself and I lost him along the way. I reached out to him over and over again, but he didn't respond, and I never got the chance to bring him back out of his shell. Eventually, because of his age, 
He was forced to move in with his aunt and uncle, hundreds of miles away. He wasn't even given a choice. And worse than that, he was so deep in depression that he didn't even say goodbye. I wrote a couple of times, but he didn't reply. That ripped my heart from my chest. I made myself stop communicating with him because it was hurting me too much, and he clearly didn't want it. I forced myself to get over him, and I never saw him again. Until now. Now I'm staring at him, looking him up and down, and I can't quite believe it. Sure, he is very different from the young, skinny, poor guy that I once knew, but even under this bulky, rich exterior, there's something there. There's still the Duane Miller that I was best friends with. I can't believe we finally have the chance to reconnect.